Howdy ho people, welcome to my show um, I have a really special show today um, uh, It's a friend of mine that I met not so long ago His name is Arnaud Gautanegre And he's a forest engineer He's been working with wildlife conservation and protection of animals in Africa He's worked with the pygmies in the Congo Today's show was all over the place. We we talked about dinosaurs in the Congo. We talked about vaccinations in Africa. Um, I'm going to have him on for sure again. It was a short show. Um, next time we have more time. He has plenty more stories to share. But today as a small introduction, Arnaud Gautanegre. We're live. Yeah, let's go. Hello, Arnaud. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Are hello. You? I'm okay. <laughs> We Enjoy it. lunch. Yeah, it was a nice dinner. Thanks. Just pull that a little bit closer to you. Okay. Like That's this? It. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it makes dinner. the voice sound deep <laughs> and smooth. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, for everybody who's going to possibly listen to this, let us know a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I'm Arnaud Gautanegre. I'm French and Belgium. Uh, living in Portugal since nine years, I have a daughter here, and I'm working in Africa mainly to protect wildlife and forest. Yeah, the Africa, the, the Belgian Congo. You were talking about Cameroon, Senegal. Yeah, this sort of so the the probably the most problematic part of Africa. Yes, today. I was uh, mainly in French speaking countries. Yeah, and uh, as you said, yeah, West and Central Africa countries are really in. A, in trouble today and due to several um, situations that are not, uh, not all the same okay but uh, it's due to of their natural resources yeah everybody's looking for mines wood and uh, fish whatever yeah the um, still a lot of mining like gold yeah gold, diamonds coltan and uh, cassettery for our uh, telephone you know all our cell phones and uh, all the computer today yeah. needs those uh, lithium for the batteries exactly exactly yeah. and uh, what is really nonsense that uh, those mining um, are mainly um, protected by rebuilds mm -hmm. or they are mainly uh, located in national parks or reserves So they're, they're actually, their corruption is allowing them to be there. It's not like they're hidden. Yeah, the corruption is really high, and it's not even states that are involved. It's also a, a direct um, business company like uh, Samsung. Corporations. Or, exactly. Yeah. Um, as you can uh, remember, when um, Sony wanted to uh, sell his um, Game Boy or whatever, I don't remember, for uh, some years ago, And they, they couldn't get the minerals from Congo due to the war. Mm -hmm. Then they have to wait to uh, sell their their the games. And uh, all our occidental, <laughs> uh, you know, youngs were crazy to wait because there were actually a war in Congo. Then they yeah. couldn't get the minerals. That's crazy. It is crazy. What what sort of uh, work, um, projects have you worked on there? Um, well, in several um, several type of projects, but mainly uh, focus on uh, protecting the, uh, the natural resources. Also, I have worked on um, food security, on uh, um, communitary development, on governances and gender, and child soldiers. Child soldiers? Yeah, uh, in 2008. Uh, well, what is that like? I, you know, I, I have the very Westerner, very distant movie image of what child soldiers... What? Actually, uh, have you seen Blue Diamond? Yeah, Blood Diamond. It's worse than uh, the movie, you know? Yeah. 
is really worse than. Uh, and it's something that happens actively. Yeah, and still today. Still a lot. Yeah, you, you still have some protected areas, uh, even in Congo, that the, the ranger are used to um, uh, see some child soldiers that are just uh, moving away from their, their groups because they are fed up, you know. But they have seen so many and they have done so many uh, strange things in their life. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, in 2008, just for an idea, you know, I've been in Bunia. It's a, it's a city northwest uh, of uh, Congo. Mm-hmm. And it was 150 rapes a day, a day declared. Because declared. Declared, yeah. And they are using rapes as a, 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 a weapon, you know. Yeah. So, uh, and those child are living that. And uh, they are sexually abused uh, and whatever, yeah. you know. And then they're given drugs to be out of their mind yes. and not even know what they're doing. And yeah, and they are killing sometimes to be recruited. They have to kill their family, their relatives, you know. Yeah. Uh, and they are really kidnapped from their village. Yeah. So it's crazy. It's crazy. In North Uganda at Kirkdum, um, it was it's a city that during more than 15 years, because of the LRA, it's a Lord Revolutionary Army from North Uganda. They think that Lord is going to help them to um, remove the president, Museveni. And though they have made war for more than 25 years. And in this city, each day, the, the child from the neighboring village had to come in the center of the, the, the city to hide themselves and uh, to be protected. And then uh, only the morning, they, can, they, they only can come back in their, uh, in their village. So no education. No crops walking, nothing, you know. So yeah. it's a generation that is lost. Yeah, this should, we should say you work with an NGO. Yeah, right? at, at this time it was a, a coalition of NGO mm-hmm. um, that work on this topic, mm-hmm. and they were in DRC, North Uganda, and Burundi. Okay, tell me something. Um, I have a very ignorant view of what NGOs are mm-hmm. um, because I had some really bad experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. So, for one, like, um, we were in... Uh, the first time that I really got shocked was in Australia. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of our roommates was working for the Red Cross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, his job was to go rural towns to get donations mm-hmm. for the Red Cross. Mm-hmm. Of which 50% of the donation was for him. 40-odd percent was for his boss. Mm-hmm. And maybe 1% mm. no, might go somewhere definitely. that nobody knows. And nobody knows. Yeah. And this is the Red Cross. Yeah. This is not, you know, exactly. Backyard <laughs> Scientology Association. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's true. And, you know, uh, about the Red Cross, I've worked also for them, you know, in Africa. Yeah. And they have this kind of uh, national branch, mm. uh, which is some more or less linked to the... Um, main corporate uh, Red Cross. And all of them are independent. Yeah. And of course, uh, everything is made by human. You have corruption, yeah. you have whatever. Well, so. It was the first time that I looked at a charity and I went, oh, okay, this is a business. This is a business. This is a business. Definitely. And, you know, if at the end of the day they can try and help a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, they call themselves a charity, mm-hmm. but it's still a business. Definitely. Run like a business, profit in mind, people want to get paid. You know, they have rent to pay. Yeah, it's definitely the case. I've worked... Um, yeah. My worst case is uh, with WWF, you know, for instance. Yeah. Uh, they are a very famous NGO mm-hmm. working on wildlife and so on. But on the field, they are doing nothing. And mm-hmm. I was working for them in Central Africa. I was uh, leading the anti-poaching unit. Mm-hmm. And we had to face a lot of uh, poachers, corruption, and diamond trafficking. 
and they let me alone. They didn't support me, you know. <laughs> uh, at the end, I had to uh, fly uh, from the country because someone wanted to kill me because I was stopping the diamond traffic, you know. Yeah. And, Shit. I, and at the end, they uh, they even tried to say that it was me who made the trouble. So I went to the tribunal in Central Africa and I win. Wow. We are only five in Africa who win against the VVF, you know. Yeah. And uh, they, actually the, the national director of VVF in Central Africa, um, because the, 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 law, the tribunal said that I was right, so they had to pay me, you know, compensation. Mm-hmm. And the national director of VVF escaped uh, 10,000 euros from uh, my money, you know. Wow. You imagine? (laughs) So, yes, it's really business. And when you are looking even for AU project, European project in Africa, um, most of the time, 60 or 70% of the budget for the project that should go to help the people there are returning in Europe. Yeah. You pay the expert, you pay the computer, yeah. you pay the car, you pay whatever. And it's only in Europe that uh, you are allowed to uh, buy those things. So it's a kind of co-development. It's not uh, to yeah. help them to, de- to be developed. It's also for us to, yeah. uh, <laughs> to <laughs> give back the money. Yeah. And today when you see the, the level of money that are sent in Africa for the um, development yeah. through AU, World Bank or whatever, bilateral cooperation, it's the same amount of money that uh, the Africans overseas are sending back in Africa by, uh, for their family. Yeah. So they, it's not a, a lot of money. We are thinking to send... Crazy. Uh, yeah, we should uh, send 0.7% of our gross um, GDP, GDP yeah. uh, for development in, uh, in Africa. Mm-hmm. Is what we have signed as an international agreement. And we are not at this level. And yeah. the African Bardensians themselves can send back uh, the More same, am- yeah, yeah, the same amount. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the same time, I also get scared of foreign participation in Africa because I see what China is doing, <laughs> and China's participating. They're mm-hmm. sending a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They're saying, "Here, we're your friends. <laughs> we're going to build hospitals. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we're going to build roads. We're going to build, you know, schools, and, and it'll be great. And you'll yeah. just be Chinese. Yeah, <laughs> and, and give me your and, fish. Yeah, give we me want your fish, <laughs> your meat, your women, your children, your clothes. Exactly. You know. We'll leave the men. They can work. <laughs> <laughs> but give me your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. definitely. So that's scary. But that's, in a way, you know, um, both African are not um, so keen to, with the, the Chinese. Are they are more open with us because of our historical pa- yeah. history of our path together. But um, I've seen, you know, in Cameroon that uh, even pr- Chinese prostitutes were fighting for with Chin- uh, Cameroonian prostitutes because they were taking less money than the Cameroonian. <laughs> You know, and so they are everywhere. Wow. They even do the, the small cakes that the, 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 the ladies yeah. are selling to the street. Yeah. But also in the village, uh, when you are a father and you want to buy you know, cl- new clothes or send your child to school or buy a motorcycle, mm-hmm. thanks to the Chinese, now it's more easy for them to yeah. have this kind of goods because yeah. uh, from Europe is definitely too expensive. We don't manufacture. Yeah, yeah. anymore. And anything yeah. we do manufacture is way too expensive for exactly. them. Yeah. Exactly, exactly crazy yeah this was um the other thing that i noticed um this in in madagascar um is by far one of the poorest countries i've been to yeah it's it's weird because it doesn't feel that way because how rich the country is of natural abundance you know of plant life of animal life Mm -hmm. it's crazy Mm -hmm. 
but in terms of wealth of the population it's it's really down there yeah. and and you know our our job there we were traveling a lot we're going through a lot of different little places and you see former work of missionaries ngos and and what basically what what really shook me was you have schools everywhere mm-hmm. they've built schools in the jungles in the mountains there's schools everywhere but they're empty yeah Yep. And I always remember from a kid, you know, they're raising money here at school. Oh, we're going to build a school mm-hmm. in Africa. Mm-hmm. We're going to help out the kids with building mm-hmm. this school. And now, now I think, you know, they never needed the school. They needed the education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're, we're building the wrong thing. Yeah, actually, the, you are saying the, 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 the right things. If you build a school, you have to think about the teacher, the books, and uh, to keep yeah. the teacher there for several years. Yeah. And the students have to be able to get to school, yeah. which is the biggest problem. Most of them, it's more dangerous to go to school than it is to go fishing. Exactly. You know, they're yeah. not going to risk it. Exactly. exactly. And going fishing, you have food at the end of the day. Going to school, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, this is in Madagascar and in other Muslim country. They, yeah. they cannot go in normal school. They are going to the Muslim schools instead. You yeah. know? So it's not also a, uh, a way to uh, yeah. educate them. But so all of this to get back to, to the NGO, there yeah. are good NGOs as well. I believe, I yeah. believe. But uh, I believe there are a few. And um, mainly is uh, when you have a dedicated person at the end at the, yeah. at the top level who really want to change and do impact mm-hmm. um, I believe it's my NGO today mm-hmm. uh, because it's really made by a passionate man about chimpanzee and he's the only boss and uh, really he's really passionate about that and mm-hmm. he's trying his best and, uh, what are you doing with chimpanzees? Um, we are trying to protect them mm-hmm. um, today in Guinea but also in Liberia, Liberia, Sierra Leone and Ivory Coast we are um, creating new national parks mm-hmm. to uh, protect them inside and also to stop the traffic about uh, the, the baby chimps mm-hmm. um, we are working uh, for that with the, the national authorities but also with Interpol with CITES and all other sanctuaries who are Uh, taking care about those chimps when they are um, they, they, they are catched from poachers. Okay, poachers are after the chimps as well. They are they are selling the the baby chimps uh, for zoos or for private collectors private, or private, alive. Yeah, and uh, when you have a baby chimps uh, from the uh, on the hand of the poachers, in average, he has to kill ten chimps uh, to get the, one. Yeah, because all the family will protect the baby. You know, so he, he will have to kill all of them to take just one. And uh, now today, uh, the, um, you can have a baby chimps on the black market for $25,000 US dollar, mainly for Arabic country. That's and, crazy. Yeah, also Georgia and Armenia, Albania. Why? Oligarchs, with billionaires with too much money in private zoos? Or? Yeah, it's just for pets, you know. They, yeah. like, they like to have a baby chimps, but a baby chimps is going to grow. Yeah. And uh, at seven, uh, the chimp is uh, bigger and stronger than you. And yeah. then you have to put it in cage. Yeah. You cannot manage anymore, you know. You can't grow with a grown chimp. It can't be loose. It becomes dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, it's like a human. So mm-hmm. when they get a teenager... They will do the same. They become uh, difficult. Yeah, <laughs> and they have uh, three, 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 uh, three way uh, your your own strength. So mm-hmm. as a teenager, so if they want to smash you, they, they yeah. will do uh, do it hard. You know. 
crazy and they are really smart and the, yeah. the chimps are really smart I've seen chimps doing the same behavior as, as us you know mm-hmm. making war they are jealous they're making coalitions yeah uh, I, I saw the study where they they gave uh, they introduced the concept of money uh-huh. to the chimps and the first thing that they did was pay for sex <laughs> 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 I can't imagine. <laughs> I, I think it was the the biologist was saying it was something to do with um, the the male being the provider, mm. and when you provide mm-hmm. the value, the female with something of value, that that's the exchange. You know, mm-hmm. that, that, mm-hmm. that's what they want is yeah. sex, yeah. and that was the first thing as soon as money was in the equation. Like here you go, <laughs> it's exactly like us, you know. <laughs> and yeah, you have a yeah. difference between bonobo and chimps. You know, they yeah. are all. Um, Together they are related, mm-hmm. but the, the chimps are more uh, male. Uh, the power is for the, the male, mm-hmm. and they are leading the groups. And in the Bonobo, south of the Congo River, is the women who are leading the groups, and they are more using sex and uh, um, uh, this social interaction mm-hmm. to avoid any troubles. But they are violent too. But uh, they are more, um, you know, um, social, more sex mm-hmm. friendly than the chimps. And uh, when we try to reintroduce chimps in the wild, when the, we got back from the poacher, we make new groups and we try to re- reintroduce them in the wild. Yeah. Uh, the male most of the time are killed by the savage chimps, but the females can uh, yeah. can survive. <laughs> and most of the times, the female will survive because yeah. you know they know how to deal with the savage <laughs> male. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's easier to be a female in the wild. <laughs> Isn't that true? <laughs> it's so simple. They know what we want. Exactly. <laughs> it's cheating. <laughs> Yeah, well, I've seen uh, once um, a female leading a group just um, because you know when the chimps want to uh, to give birth, they have this uh, vagina that uh, is growing, and mm-hmm. um, she was I don't know how, but uh, uh, she was able to keep this vagina big, you know, all the time. So all the male from the group was just crazy because <laughs> they look at that all the time, and she was able yeah. to manage the group like this, you know, yeah, just by sex, yeah. Really smart. Smart chimp. (laughs) Smart chimp. Smart apes. We are the same. (laughs) No, we're the dumb ones. We're the males. (laughs) We're the ones who get tricked. (laughs) And actually, we are the weakest. You know, when you see a gorilla, a chimp, a bonobo, they are stronger stronger than us. We are really... uh, the weakest apes yeah, uh, yeah. in this world. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. We we really did evolve around our brain. Mm-hmm. Our brain is our savior. Without yeah. that, yeah, we're we're, we're pretty useless in every environment. <laughs> exactly. I can't think of one predator that that would you know <laughs> that we would be problematic for without our brain. Yeah. Without being able to think and ration and, and okay, come up with a plan and, exactly. and join many humans together and yeah. fight this. Yeah. You know, with a plan, with yeah. an angle. Yeah. yeah. Just one on one, you know, claws and no, no scratching. Way. No way. No I think way. the ants would beat us. Uh, yes, I, I've seen, you know, in Africa we have uh, these uh, small uh, trees that is growing in tropical forest, and we call them uh, um, the um, adultery tree because they is growing in coevolution with the species of ants, and oh. this ants is really harmful. And, uh, and during the past, they were used to tight the adultery woman on the tree, you know. 
the, the women who committed adultery, they yeah, tired to the yeah, treat. Yeah. <laughs> to be eaten by the ants, you know. <laughs> and when you are botanic, you know, you, yeah. you, you learn trees in, uh, in, in Africa. Uh, it's the very first tree that... Uh, that one, uh, the adulterer's tree. Yeah, because <laughs> when you are bite once, you know, you yeah. won't forget. You know? Wow. It's, it's, really, it's really bad. Yeah, it's really bad, you know. And um, I on, the, on my uh, right hand, I have a scar that I, I kept my hand falling on the machete. Mm -hmm. And uh, the pygmy used the hand to uh, sew my, uh, my hand. You know? Oh, I've seen that. I've yeah. seen it on TV. They, yeah. they use the, the pincers of it, the ant exactly. and it sort of swells up, right? Exactly. And, it, and it closes the wound. Yeah, yeah. You see? So, yeah, all this. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, that's a big yeah. line. Yeah. You fell on the, the machete. Uh, yeah. Because of the, uh, the, the yeah. water, and uh, I was yeah. trying to uh, climb a river, and I fall on the machete. It's really bad, and uh, and really they did it um, so yeah. so perfectly. Wow, you you've told me a little bit that you've worked with the pygmies. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. Tell me how how oh. did that? No, it's just amazing, you know. Uh, when you are thinking about the Hobbit, uh, yeah. it's the same. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Just naked bush people. Exactly, and small, you know. Small, oh, yeah, really yeah. small. Well, now you have a lot, of, a lot of uh, mixture with uh, yeah. Bantu crossbreeding. Yeah, crossbreeding, but with uh, who? Sorry, the Bantu. The Bantu is the other African, you know. Okay. We call them the Bantu. Okay. And uh, but still, you, you still have some uh, real pygmies that mm -hmm. uh, are nomads. And uh, they know the forest as uh, nobody else, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, it's amazing how they can even see a bee uh, in the middle of the jungle and yeah. follow the bees and find the hole and go see the to honey. the yeah and climb 50 meters, you know, without rope or anything, yeah. and just eat the money, enjoy. It's crazy. Yeah, and they have a really um, a typical music, mm -hmm. a polyphony music, uh, especially with the women. Yeah, and also they are using uh, iboga to. Uh, For the, uh, for the gods, there are several types of gods depending on the moon, mm -hmm. and uh, they are really close to nature. Wow. Is, um, are there still several pygmy communities? How, are there different tribes yeah. in different regions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. are they genetically similar? So they're... They are genetically similar, okay. uh, but you have several types of uh, pygmies, from uh, Gabon to uh, Burundi. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, each time, more or less, is because of a uh, river that yeah. have uh, spread the, the, the community. It separates them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but they have different cultures, mm -hmm. uh, like um, chimpanzee. Chimpanzee in West Africa are using different type of uh, uh, tools than chimpanzee in Central Africa. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same for for the pygmies. I don't want to compare chimpanzee yeah, to, yeah. uh, to pygmies, but uh, just <laughs> a, <laughs> a river make the difference. You know? <laughs> Yes, pygmies, not chimpanzees. <laughs> not, <laughs> not the same thing. No, no. They are human, real one. How, um, how do you communicate with them? Do well, they have translators? Or? Um, actually, they, they are used to speak the national languages. They are? Yeah. Okay. Um, but because of uh, the modernity, most of the pygmies have a village uh, nearby on the road, and most of the pygmies has, have a bantu. You know, they yeah. have a kind of a tutor. So they are all the time linked to the, the, the modernity community. Okay. And they are living nearby, so they, they can communicate. But they don't know the value about uh, uh, the money. They don't know the value about uh, the goods they are, they, are, they are buying for, you know. Yeah. And most of the time, I have seen that, that uh, they, they, they are buying stuff 10 times, 10 times the price that, uh, that it not, should be. Yeah, it should be, because everybody tricks them, you know. They don't know. Everybody yeah. knows that the pygmies don't understand money. And, exactly. And, 
And most of the time, when a poacher wants to kill an elephant, he just gives the gun to the pygmy mm-hmm. and uh, asks to kill the elephants, and uh, he will receive a, a few money or a few goods, uh, a rope or whatever. You know, it's, yeah. it's still like uh, in the in the two, three uh, centuries ago. Wow. Yeah. And the pygmies, are, it's just part of life for them, right? And they yeah. don't understand conservation or that you're trying to preserve the planet? Or Well, actually, they understand, really. Uh, when I was in Central Africa, they, they were really concerned about the, 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 the blood road, as they called. Uh, it was a... Uh, we had blood the, road? Yeah, because we had a, two national parks, and between the two national parks, it was a, a community hunting zone. But it was less less well managed, mm-hmm. and um, the potter killed so many animals there, and the pygmies couldn't uh, go and hunt anymore. You know, uh, so they were really concerned about the, the level of poaching. Yeah. And uh, oh, they they'll get concerned when the ecosystem around them starts to suffer and their ways of life have to change. Right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and they really notice that. Well, yeah, and and uh, how integrated are they nowadays in in they are not, not, really. not really. I don't think that they want to be integrated. They mm-hmm. are all the time um, around the Bantu village. They are interacting, but they like to have their, their own style of life. So mm-hmm. uh, they have this village nearby the road, but uh, most of the time they go to the forest and they have another village there, or they go to walk, or they go to special river, or they go. Mm-hmm. To, they have uh, a lot of activities in the forest and. It was really difficult when I was uh, to uh, had to organize missions on the patrol missions or, or doing surveys for biomonitoring and so on to to have those pygmies around because they can say yes today but tomorrow they are gone you know because yeah. they want to go to the honey or to fish <laughs> or whatever you know they're not worried about you no <laughs> they're worried about your schedule yeah <laughs> and they don't care about your money you know yeah, yeah. and uh, what it was really amazing is uh, that the women are really strong you know and uh, they uh, if they said uh, if the women say no to a man he won't he won't go you know wow and uh, also when they gave birth uh, mm-hmm. they wait um, almost one year to have an, uh, another time sex with the, the, their husband really yeah just to make sure that they can breath uh, and they can take about the baby oh they can breed again yeah they can have child yeah, children yeah, again yeah so the, the 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 husband at this time uh, is allowed to uh, <laughs> go where he wants to <laughs> <laughs> But uh, what is, was really sad as well is um, it was about 10 years ago, something like that, um, mainly in Cameroon, I've heard that, uh, in North Congo as well. It was a kind of um, a game for the band to, to have sex with a pygmy woman. And uh, then they sprayed HIV uh, through the pygmies because before that there was no HIV. And HIV. HIV, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Just because they like... They, to, so they started raping them or... No, it was a kind of prostitution, you know. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And are they... How are they in terms of... Are there a lot of them? Or are they dwindling? Like they're disappearing? Yeah, they are disappearing. The culture is being yeah, lost. Yeah, more and more, you know. And uh, especially in some countries, it's, uh, it's quite okay because the NGOs uh, around yeah. national parks are taking care of them. Mm-hmm. In Central Africa, there was um, a musicologue from the uh, U.S. that was uh, were living with them for more than 30 years. Uh, his name is Louis Sarno, uh, but he died uh, three years ago. And um, he was uh, really um, taking care of them, you know. But uh, that's not happening. In, yeah. You uh, can pull this closer if you want. Okay. Yeah, you can adjust it. That's okay. it. Thank you. 
that's not happening in many uh, many countries you know yeah. in Rwanda or Burundi for instance or even Congo nobody take care of them you know yeah and uh, yeah the culture are, are really disappearing i haven't i have met uh, french people or he, I, he, he was a french uh, he's still a french but he was uh, paying a guy to steal the Uh, tribal mask of the pygmies on the eastern uh, seriously yeah on the eastern part of uh, of Congo and he's a lawyer he's rich he's living in France he has a wife from Senegal he's supposed to be you know supporting the African yeah. people no he was stealing their culture you know yeah and uh, no, it's a shame a lot of uh, action is going like that uh, still in Africa and and what do you guys do and what can what can you do to to try and protect them because it seems that they're also nomadic and not so concerned with your agenda that even if you did try and come up with a plan that they just might leave yeah bond the main the main thing is, is uh, to take care about the uh, their forest yeah uh, and uh, to allow them to uh, continue to live like they, they like to uh, to yeah. live you know so that means that you they should find uh, antelopes in the forest they they should still find fish and uh, they still uh, should yeah. find forest so when you take care about that Um, at the minimum is good and after that you can bring you know a kind of dispensary you can take yeah. care about their health uh, and so on yeah but uh, for even for teaching them education they don't care you know yeah and and in terms of I've always been curious with this uh, of um, the preservation of a nomadic culture because um, I, I you know I've, I've always been fascinated with the American Indians mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and how we basically have nothing left yeah, yeah. nothing Yeah. Because they were nomadic people, they didn't build temples. They didn't. They they did s south in Mexico. You know the yeah. Aztecs, the Mayans, the Olmecs. They all mm -hmm. built. But the Plains Indians, the ones who were these nomadic people, mm. lived off of the the mm. animals in the wild. Mm. We have no record of them. No, nothing. We have no record of you know very faulty records. They're not. You, they're not necessarily trustworthy. You know mm. they were written in a time where. They were red-faced savages that you'd mm -hmm. scalp. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah, that's true. And, and so it's, that's the part that often worries me when I see these cultures that we still do have, but each day that passes is another memory that's lost of, of theirs. Yeah. Like, and especially and, in Africa, you know, because yeah. the, there is a few things that are is written. Yeah. So it's really... Exactly. Uh, if when an old man is dying or old woman, you lost yeah. a lot of history. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. And, mm. and it's, it's uh, important empirical knowledge. You know, like um, this tree uh, that gives dates, let's say, like the date tree that takes eight years mm -hmm. to mature, has to be planted on the right moon of the right equinox of whatever mm -hmm. or it won't give fruit mm -hmm. yeah, I'm using a silly example yeah, because yeah. I'm ignorant but but it's somewhat true exactly yeah, yeah, but yeah. this is the sort of knowledge that they do have you yeah. know and the, the amount of things that are lost that we're you know we're claiming to be regaining through science but it's not true you can't work through science thousands of years of human experience in you know a hundred mm -hmm. years But uh, actually, and I totally agree with you, you know, and um, some of the scientists uh, who are working with apes are saying that uh, human is the only apes that are not learning uh, <laughs> from generation to generation. We have to learn again each generation yeah. again. Yeah. And we are uh, losing a lot of things like this, you know. Yeah. Even in the, after the Middle Age, 
we lost all the Roman and Greek um, knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had to rediscover after 1,000 years. Yeah. I, I was talking to a friend of mine, an engineer, who was talking about cement. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cement. Like, we couldn't, yeah. for a thousand years, yeah, we forgot yeah, how to make yeah, cement. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like the Romans are badly documented. No, we know a lot yeah, about them. Yeah. We're dis direct descendants from them, you know. Yeah. It's not like they came in and burned our libraries. <laughs> exactly. We still have their books. Yeah. We yeah. still know their authors. We know the people who were in the civilization, you know. But at this time, the religion, the Catholicism, yeah. didn't allow us to uh, yeah. have this uh, knowledge back. Yeah. And really, religion uh, had a really a kind of a shadow impact oh, yeah. on our development. Yeah. And is today is the same, yeah. more or less, with the Muslims, you know. Yeah. I, there's a, you know Stephen Fry? No. Uh, Stephen Fry is an English host, a TV host, presenter. He's brilliant guy really really smart and uh he did um I'm not sure it was some sort of talk and where he pointed out all religion is bad mm. all of it mm. there's no you know indoctrination is bad yeah there should not you know that people shouldn't have the right to believe in the witch doctor in the tree you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. full liberty yeah But it shouldn't be, you know, culture. It shouldn't be indoctrinated. And it shouldn't be... The way our religions exist today is because of horrible things that have been done for thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, you know, you think of a lot of the difficulties that our civilization is having nowadays in society, and you start to think, okay, how many of those are related? Mm -hmm. You yeah, know, yeah. why? how many of these... Yeah, a lot actually, a lot. Yeah, and I totally agree. And um, you know what is? It's a bit uh, strange uh, because when you are talking about religion, religion, you are talking about something that is not real. Mm -hmm. But I start to became more and more uh, dedicated to the divine when I learn more and more um, the science. Mm -hmm. When I see how oh, it's perfect, how oh, cells can work and do photosynthesis, it's yeah. all this uh, mitochondria is coming inside uh, cells yeah. and whatever. And even when you see when you are in the wild, in the middle of the forest, and you see all this in interaction, you know, you, you believe on something. There is a power. Yeah. But I really don't believe on something that made by human, you know? Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And my my rangers were used to say to me, oh, because of you, we cannot go to pray on the church and so on. I say, God is everywhere. You want to pray? Pray here. Exactly. You don't have to go to church. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I, you know, I love uh, Buddhist philosophy. Yeah. And that's always been my biggest argument is meditation has nothing to do with Buddhism. Absolutely nothing. You have discovered in Buddhism mm -hmm. some really good techniques mm -hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. But to say that one belongs to the other is wrong. Yeah, exactly. You know, I've been meditating since I was a kid, yeah. You know, yeah. just breathing. Yeah. That's I, I figured that by myself. Yeah. I'd get annoyed and I, no, I need to think about my breathing. And that was it, you know. And then years later, they're like, oh, you're meditating. You should study Buddhism and you, you're a Buddhist, like. No, I'm actually a human. Yeah, yeah <laughs> <No>. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But this breathing process yeah. is, is something that is really uh, not natural for us. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm 42 today, mm -hmm. and uh, I can say that it's only since four years that uh, I know that I was not breathing correctly. Yeah, and um, it's only now that I'm learning how to breathe. You know, yeah. 
I, I'm a sportsman. I love to to do sports, but I never noticed that I was not breathing yeah. good. You know, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I I had the same thing. I used to weigh a lot. I lost a lot of weight when I was about 25, and I had asthma, uh-huh. really, really bad asthma. Uh-huh. And that's more or less the time when I started to lose weight that I started to work out with my friend David, who's mm-hmm. a spear fisherman. Mm-hmm. And we, used, mm-hmm. we started doing free diving training wow. in a swimming pool at the gym, really controlled, just easy stuff. Mm-hmm. Breath work. Mm-hmm. That's it. Every day. Breath work. Wow. Every day. You know, and, and at first I just noticed that I felt good. Mm-hmm. It took a couple, you know, a few months mm-hmm. to then really go... What have I been doing all my life? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This is crazy. Exactly. How did nobody teach me in school yeah, that yeah. you should breathe? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. It's, a, it's unbelievable, you know. Yeah. And it's what I'm trying to teach to my daughter. She's six, and yeah. um, you know, I, uh, we are all scared, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'm still scared about things. Uh, so the only way to overcome the, the stress, breathe. Yeah, and um, I'm trying to pass this knowledge to her, mm-hmm. and she will have find also a way because we are, we are all different, so we have uh, yeah. uh, all this difference. But really, I think that breathing yeah. is something is vital, you know. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. When crazy. I start, yeah, when I start boxing, you know, I did. Um, I went to Thailand to start boxing, uh, yeah. Thai box. At the beginning, the first weeks, I was so exhausted. I couldn't yeah. understand, you know. Yeah. And then uh, the the guys uh, taught me how to breathe, how to recover, yeah. and so on and so forth. And the things were moving. After one minute, I can go forward, and then after two minutes, I can go forward. Before, yeah. after 30 seconds of fight, I, I was dead, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's not the muscles. Yeah, it's, it's not the, the oxygen. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, but yeah. this is the same thing in the ocean. You know, yeah. you've noticed me telling you countless yeah. times there. Yeah. Yeah. Breathe, yeah. breathe, yeah. Yeah. breathe. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no secret. You don't mm. have to be, you know, a top athlete. Exactly. It's breathe. Exactly. Keep that under control. And, fine. and I noticed that, you know, yeah. uh, in the ocean, you know, because uh, yeah. it's scaring me still, you know, I'm yeah. not used to. And really, last time when I was diving, I was thinking yeah. about that, you know, we continue to breathe quietly yeah. Yeah. and it was, everything went okay. You know? Yeah, it's, mm. it's crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I want to come back to something here. The, the Congo. Yeah. The rainforest in the Congo is some of the craziest rainforests in the world, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I've yeah. heard. Yeah, definitely. It, how come it's not like the Amazon? Everybody knows about the Amazon. Well, um, because the Amazon is the biggest one. Yeah. But you, in the three uh, tropical continents, you have a forest. So mm-hmm. the Congo Basin is the second largest it's in the massive. world. It's massive. It's yeah. massive. Yeah. And uh, it's really wet, humid. Yeah. And the Congo River is also a big river like and the Amazon. It's one of the most protect or preserved unintentionally just because of its so unstable... Exactly. area you know, Ex- Brazil is being raped exactly it's yeah. really difficult to reach this forest yeah. in Congo um, because in Congo you had now 25 years of war is mm-hmm. a place that is really insecure so nobody even for a logging company uh, it's just water there you, yeah. uh, you cannot drop uh, you know even a machine yeah. it's really difficult to log uh, but you still have some place that you can log and actually the deforestation is more coming from the eastern part you have uh, Uganda Rwanda Uh, mainly that are eating the uh, natural resources in Congo. They are part of the r- raping of Congo because they, they, they were part of the war of Congo. Uh, they are linked to US and UK that were a bit supporting the Tutsi in Rwanda and so on. And so 
Randa today is the first exporter of um, cassetterites for the telephone, but you don't have it in the country. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the first exporter in the world. Uh, and nobody, everybody knows that. But uh, they are stealing that from Congo. The same for diamond, the same for wood. Uh, so you see, really see the deforestation coming from the east. And the, the deforestation the, is for mines um, or for wood, for, wood, for logging? Both. But, yeah. uh, you know, as they are using a lot of charcoal to cook, to um, mm. heat or whatever, they need, um, they, they need wood, a lot of wood. Yeah. Uh, they don't have uh, gas there, you know. So uh, they are cutting wood, making charcoal, selling that. It's a mm-hmm. big market. Even in the National Park of Virunga, um, more than 15 years ago, I think, one of the directors uh, uh, had sell a, pa- a piece of the forest uh, to make charcoal to sell that to the um, people that uh, have escaped Rwanda because of the genocide. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to cut the forest of the national park and they have killed actually gorillas, rare species of gorillas, to be able to do the charcoal. Just money. Yeah. <laughs> money. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. 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 All the refugees uh, were, uh, were stuck at Goma. More than two, the Rwandan, yeah, yeah, more than two millions of them, and uh, which used huge level of cholera. Yeah, it was really a bad moment. Oh, two million refugees. Yeah, sanitation. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah, um, they I, don't have sanitation in there where they used to live, let alone when they're in refugee camps yeah. on the run from getting their head cut off. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, definitely. And then after that, war, the, the war starts. Yeah. In Congo, you had more than eight countries in Africa that were involved in the war. Mm-hmm. So it's the first international war in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have also this uh, company, private company, that were paying rebels. Mm-hmm. As we were there too, you know, it's, it's funny. When you go in Rwanda, some countries uh, doesn't need visa to go there. Yeah. And it's exactly the country that have supported the Rwandese during the war, you know. The genocide. Yeah. Not the, during the genocide, yeah. but uh, after that, after okay. when they go in Rwanda. Yeah. Uh, because they, they say that, uh, okay, all the genocide are now in Congo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to uh, push in Congo to, uh, to take them and to kill them. Then they, they won't be able to come back in Rwanda. That's why they, they make this, uh, this, this first war. And then you had um, the uh, Kabila, the, the father. Uh, the former president that uh, was firstly allied to the Rwandese. They, they, they put him in the power. Then uh, he said, okay, the deal is over. I won't give you the, the resources that uh, you should have received. And uh, they, 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 they kill him um, with the U.S. And uh, it was a deal with um, Angola as well, because at this moment, um, uh, Savimbi died. Mm-hmm. It was exactly at the same moment, yeah. you know. Uh, the U.S. killed Savimbi and the Angolese killed Kabila. Yeah. You know, and then the, the, second war, the second war in Congo starts for now 25 years. And the Rwandas was involved. Oh, because all of this mining, all the, yeah. tele, all the, the telephone, the cell phone. Yeah, mining just... Yeah. And right now, is it at war as well? Yeah. It's con- still? Still, continue. Civil war. Yeah. In the eastern part, you have uh, killed people all the time. Um, two months ago, uh, rangers for the Virunga, uh, 17 of them were ambushed and killed by rebels in the park because they, they moved to help the community because they were attacked by the rebels and the rebels did an ambush to the rangers and they killed... Seven, the rebels. The rebels. Yeah. yeah. They, they killed 17 of them two, three months ago. Yeah. 
with heavy, heavy uh, weapon, you know. And but the rebels are are they fighting for the illegal mines? They're on on the side of the the poachers. Or the, the yeah, yeah. It's only because of resources. They mm-hmm. are not there because of political issues or whatever. Mm-hmm. But some of them, you know, they they hide their rebellion yeah. through this uh, religion, political issues, or whatever. Yeah. But it's only about mining, about resources, about money, mm-hmm. only. And most of the time, when you see the map of the rebels group, you uh, overlap it with the the, mine, the 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 map of the mines, and is is really matching. So yeah. where you have the mine, you have the rebels. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me really sad, man. Uh, no, <laughs> it's <what>? Africa screwed. <laughs> you know what is sad is Congo. No, it's 25 years of war. It's more than six million people death. I mean that people uh, like us, youngs, uh, couldn't go to school, couldn't go to university. Yeah. They have seen their family killed, raped. Yeah. Um, so yes, and me each day I'm, when I use, I'm using my telephone, I'm thinking about that, you know, yeah. because you know, all this touchpad stuff we are in the car, we are on telephone, computer, it's coming from there. Yeah. So we are. It's the reason for the war. Yeah, it's the yeah. real reason of the war. Yeah. And uh, actually, the, the genocide in Rwanda was a kind of um, the, the, the keys to open the Congo. You yeah. know? So uh, the, this rebellion from uh, the, the, the Uganda, the Tutsi rebellion that uh, came in, in uh, 1990 to uh, change the power in Rwanda before the genocide, mm-hmm. uh, the genocide came after, you know, as a, a reaction of uh, this, this war, you know. And it was really to uh, change the um, leadership of uh, this uh, this area in Africa, and yeah. the idea was to move out Mobutu and mm-hmm. to move uh, and to take care of uh, this huge uh, cake uh, that is the Congo. You, you yeah, know, Congo is uh, you have everything. Yeah. Natural resources, one of the richest countries in Africa, yeah, isn't it? in the world, in the world. Every every mines, every mineral you are thinking about, you have there. Yeah, coppers, uranium, coltan, gold, diamond, oil, oil, lithium, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and it's like in Guinea, uh, somehow where I am. Uh, Guinea is the uh, the first exporter of bauxite. It's for aluminium, mm-hmm. but uh, the Chinese are really present there as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, they are not uh, only exporting uh, bauxite. Uh, it's also silicium for the uh, solar panel. It's also gold that's going away. Yeah. And what is really worse for Africa, it's the same for the mining or for the logging or for the fishery. There are no transformation. Yeah. So there are no employment there. Yeah. It's just they sell the natural the, the natural yeah. resources. Grow. They're almost slaves in yeah. the mines to get the resources out, and then the resources are moved exactly. to other continents. Exactly, and transform there. Yeah. And they, they don't develop an economy. They don't develop a, a sector for infra- for building infrastructure for for manufacturing their own goods. Exactly, nothing. Nothing that makes a developed country developed. Because we want uh, to keep them like this. That's yeah. why uh, we make the war, you know. Yeah. Or you, we foment the, the war. Because yeah. it's, be- it's easier, you know, to steal the, the goods after. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, it is. And when you are... You, what is really um, uncommon in, Af- uh, in this situation is in Africa you are in touch in, uh, of all these things, you know. Here in Europe, corruption and so on exists, but you cannot see that. Yeah. There you see that in front of you, you know, yeah. all the time, like the violence, like the war, like the whatever. You you have that in face yeah, all yeah. the day, you know. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, sometimes it's, uh, it's hard. And uh, 
Yes, I had to see some psychologists time to time, you know, to recover. Yeah, but uh, I those, can imagine yeah. those those history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, in 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 Madagascar. I was on an island that you know. Yeah, no, it's yeah. It's you know, it's heavy. It's it heavy, it you is, know, because you get there and it's sort of like the world has been turned upside down. In the dynamic of man, woman, and sex. Mm. So basically, you arrive there and you're a prize ticket. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And everybody on the island wants mm-hmm. you. And they're really happy you're there. Mm-hmm. They're going to be really nice to you. And they're going to do everything that you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. It mm-hmm. literally, I, I was there and I was thinking, this is what women must feel like mm-hmm. normally. Mm-hmm. You know, all the guys are off to her. Mm-hmm. They want to buy her lunch. Mm-hmm. They want to take her here. They want to make her feel good. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then you start to understand because I, when I went there, it was purely spearfishing. You know, yeah. I had no idea that it was a sex tourism place. We're never on land. Mm-hmm. We're always on a boat. We're mm-hmm. always in the water. I never see people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, you know. So so at first I go out there and it's like, oh, this is weird. All the women, they all want me. They all love to me. Mm-hmm, all, mm-hmm. And then after a while, you start to see how the actual society is working and what's mm-hmm. going on. And it's like, mm-hmm. wow, holy, sh- this is sick. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it is sick, there's yeah. problems here that yeah. are ours. Yeah, like this yeah. is Europeans coming over here and doing this. Exactly, you know this is exactly, and and yeah. and it took some, you know, it takes a little bit of readjusting, and mm-hmm. and then you see the 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 younger generations of the locals, and they're not particularly happy to see a white person mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, their their girlfriend, mm-hmm. they can be married and have kids if a white guy shows up. She's leaving him. Mm-hmm. She'll leave her kids. She'll leave him. She'll yeah. leave the parents. She don't care. Yeah. You got money? Yeah. I'm coming with you. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, and, and to a black person living there, the sort of feeling that there's nothing you will ever do that will make you as good mm-hmm. as a white person mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. in that place. And uh, what type of white are coming there? Exactly. When you, when you see those guys. The worst. Oh, yeah. The worst. Yeah, yeah. You know, I... the. We uh, we had our own skipper who was a local, mm-hmm. really really good, capable boatman, mm-hmm. and we took him on all of our trips. And towards the end of the trip, you know, he'd come and he'd sit with me and, and talk, and he'd say, "I've never spoken to a white man like this." Like, what do you mean? We're just talking, mm-hmm. like you and I yeah, right now. Like, yeah. yeah, but white people don't talk to us. What do you mean? Don't talk. We're all. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. He's like, no, no, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. They're white people who come here. We're dogs. We're not humans. Yeah. We're monkeys, yeah, you know. Definitely. And you feel it when you talk to them. Mm-hmm. And and they said to, he was saying to me, you know, you're the, the first person I meet that sits down and asks me about my family mm-hmm. and asks me, you know, what are your dreams? Mm-hmm. You know, dreams. A black person doesn't have dreams. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. You know, it was weird. It was. It took some. Yeah. You know, I grew up here. Yeah. You know, Portugal is is not the U.S. or Sweden or but. It's a good country. It's a pretty amazing yeah. country. You yeah. know, we yeah. have a pretty good quality of life yeah. and very detached from what that reality is. You know, it's it's. No, it's sad. Yeah, and uh, yeah. actually, you have that in Madagascar, but in other many places, yeah. you know, and this sex market mm-hmm. is really something awful. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I'm still don't understand how uh, men cannot uh, control themselves. You know, yeah. and, uh, 
uh, as we discussed uh, before, uh, you know, uh, the rape is so common. Uh, do you think in our countries that uh, is something that is rare or is mm -hmm. completely uh, savage and is not the, the, the normality? But when you go and travel around the world, yeah. you see that poor girls. Yeah, uh, all the time, you know, uh, stressed by men. When mm -hmm. you see in India this uh, this uh, rapes, uh, and even in, in France, you have a woman uh, who is killed by his uh, husband each day, her husband each day. You know, uh, this um, it's, it's horrible. You know? Yeah, and uh, in Guinea, for instance, also you have this um, sexual mutilation as well. You know. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard this. <laughs> I, it's, I'm yeah. sorry. I I don't mean. I have a part comedian inside of me, yeah. and I, I, you know, I have a small joke about this okay. that I want to ask. Like, I know female muti uh, genital mutilation is a thing, mm -hmm. and it is really horrible. Mm -hmm. And I really don't want to make fun of that. Mm -hmm. But is circumcision not the same thing? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, for us, it's really light, you know. Yes, yeah. but it is male genital mutilation. Some yeah. old. <laughs> let's say, let's say, a very mild yeah. mutilation. But, but is it not like an old cultural thing that is really weird nowadays? Yeah, like, yeah. we shouldn't be doing that anymore. I don't. I think we do. We are not doing it anymore. Yeah. Yes. Oh, still? Yeah. oh yeah. Here, you if you're born in a hospital, a doctor will ask you if you want circumcision. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I never did. <laughs> I never want. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no, but for, yeah. for the ladies, yeah. it's worse. I, you know? I'm sorry. I no, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no, there is really worse. And you have several types of mutilation, you yeah. know. Uh, some uh, are really light and it's just for the... Um, just for saying that you are following the culture. Yeah. But others are really, really awful, you know, and uh, you have uh, severe uh, traumatism after for the woman. And it's forced, right? Yeah, it's forced. But, it's, but it's a cultural thing. Yeah, and it's from the, um, the Muslims. Yeah. And it's, made, it's the woman, the old woman who's made that to the, the smallest one. It's not even the, the male, but the male are really uh, smart because they are forcing... Uh, the female to do that to other uh, female, you know. Yeah, but w what is the idea? Is that they are not allowed to have pleasure, or exactly? It is. It is for controlling them. That's it. That's it. That's and it. it's it's a Muslim thing. Um, not all Muslims are doing that. No, but, of course. Uh, yeah, some in Africa. But it yeah. comes from the, yeah. the Muslim religion yeah. that yeah. that practice. Yeah, yeah. And so they remove the clitoris or just a, a, a part of it. They can even sew the, the, the... They sew it up, yeah. Yeah, or they cut everything, you know, and it's going to, to be bolt, everything. Yeah. That's awful, that's awful. And it's something that happens a lot. All the time, all the day. It's, uh, in Guinea, it's more than 98% of the women that are... 98, 98% of the women in Guinea. Yeah, yeah. It's only the new generation when you see uh, a woman that now is around 20, 21, 22. Yeah. And she said that uh, she never went to her village. Mm -hmm. She might be not uh, touched because she, she escaped. But she lo lose all the culture from the village. She didn't see her grandparents, yeah. her grandmother, her uncle. Because she's scared to go there because she yeah. knows. 
what they're going to do. Yeah. But this is an old thing. They've been doing this yeah. for a long time. Yeah, a long time. But even from Europe, you know, uh, some of the Guineans, time to time, uh, they say, okay, come, uh, we, we are going to visit the family. We go for this holiday to, uh, to the village and so on and so forth. And then they do it. And they do it. And, uh, and, the, and the, the people are living in Europe, so they, they, have the, the, they, they should have the idea of uh, yeah. uh, human rights and whatever, yeah. you know? No. So they even don't care about uh, how, the way a daughter is going to suffer after that. Again, it's a religious thing. Religion, once yeah, again. Exactly. Once again. And, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've heard there, you know, in Africa, it was difficult. They have really crazy conspiracy theory, theories about the white man. But we've done really crazy shit to them. <laughs> you know, just for Congo, you know, just for Congo, the, the Belgian government uh, has agreed that we have killed 10 million Congolese people during the colonization. We agree on that. Yeah. 10 million. Yeah. The French killed uh, their own military soldiers in mm-hmm. Senegal when they came back from the Second World War. They asked just for money. They bombed them. Yeah. In the, the camp of Chiaori. In Madagascar, we made a, a really heavy war. In Cameroon, that's the war. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the thing, is, yeah. is when they have, like, I, I was sitting there and this guy was telling me that white people put HIV in condoms. Mm. You know, and I was looking at him with my eyes open, like, what, what are you saying? But there are so many things that we've done that are worse than that, that there is nothing I can tell him to yeah. make him believe that that one isn't true. That's you know, true, yeah. he's seen some messed up shit. When they talk about, you know, oh, we're going to have a Corona's vaccine in the next year. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because I know what that means. Exactly. That means some poor village in Africa or Asia or somewhere nobody wants to visit they're going to get tested exactly. and in turbo doses exactly. against their will, against their knowledge, with no treatment for the symptoms that they get afterwards. You know, it's, it's, you know. It's exactly what's happening, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know today we have a vaccine for Ebola, yeah. for instance. It was tested in that way, you know. Of course. After that, okay, they did some good clinical tests yeah. and whatever, uh, as they are doing today, you know, yeah. so they are still continuing the test. Yeah. But before that, when it was the urgence of uh, having this, uh, this, uh, this vaccine, they have tested the people in the wild. And in Guinea, some of the, those doctors have been killed by the villagers. Because when they, they yeah. see the, the cause of the doctor coming to the village, yeah. they knew that something strange are coming, you know? Yeah. And I remember in Nigeria, it was more than 2,000 child that have died some, many, some years ago about a vaccine t- test. You know, mm. We are talking about 1,000 people, you know. Yeah, ah, I do agree. And even the chimps were massively tested, yeah. you know. And um, the French, we had, a, and we still have a, a center for this type of uh, test in Gabon, uh, South Gabon, at Franceville. Mm-hmm. We have a special center to test there. <laughs> to test drugs on animals, yeah. yeah. Animals, so... Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a complicated issue because you can't test humans, Mm-mm. right? It's... For a brand new drug that's never been tested, who's going to volunteer, and do they really know what they're volunteering for? 
you test animals. You know, it's a really complicated issue, you know, because I'm happy that there's medicine. I'm happy that it works. You know, if if I have a serious issue, I want to be treated. Mm -hmm. But how do we get to that treatment Mm -hmm. without that? Mm -hmm. You know, without the involuntary, you know, admission of of people in... Somewhere or or animal testing that's really really horrible or it's it's a it's a good question. It's like you say, like you said with your cell phone, you know, the Congo is being torn apart because of cell phone war for for minerals, and but we still use the cell phone. Yeah, we still have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Yeah, Um, maybe we have to think uh, in other way. You know, I don't know. Uh, Some of us, uh, and we have prisoners in Europe or mm. everywhere. So if we uh, keep the, the killers or the rapers in the prison for decades because they cannot mm. go out, why not testing those st- shit on yeah. them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for example, we can think about, uh, you know... Yeah, they do. They do test it. it um, I was reading a book uh, a couple of weeks ago. About that? About the CIA testing LSD trials on prisoners, on, on high security prisoners in the 60s and 70s. Because mm-hmm. they, they, it was when they first started coming out with LSD and they, when it went mainstream. Mm-hmm. And they, they wanted to test mind control abilities. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they started with, cool. you know, prisoners. And then they set up a brothel. And you know, people would go into the brothel, and the hookers would give them LSD <laughs> and you know, mirror on the wall. And people are behind studying you. Wow. Yeah, crazy, crazy. crazy. Yeah, but uh, they they did with prisoners. The the issue was always, you know, prison um, in most countries is supposed to be a punishment. Mm-hmm. And not a rehabilitation, <laughs> and I have a real serious problem with that. Mm. You know, because I don't think people learn through punishment. Mm. I really don't. No, I don't think so. Too. I yeah. think if anything, they might get worse. Mm. You know, and they'll resent you. They'll resent the system that put them there. They'll yeah. resent the people that oppress them, that yeah. punish them. Yeah. You know, it's a whole load of energy that's directed in the wrong way. Exactly. Add to that, you have people going to jail for ridiculous things. You know, I like to smoke marijuana. Mm, 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 mm. It's illegal. Mm. I can go to jail. Basically, you know, yeah, yeah. For smoking a plant mm-hmm. or eating it. Mm-hmm. So saying that I would want to test prisoners because mm-hmm. they're these low-life criminals, you'd have to look at, wait, what is a criminal? Yeah. You know, yeah, because... Yeah. Very easily, I could be in that chair mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with them testing me, saying, you're a low-life criminal. You're a prisoner. What are you talking about? Shut up. Mm-hmm. You don't have a choice. It's tricky. But I believe that when you are in prison, you don't yeah. have a choice. No. 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 Prison is the worst. Prison is the new slavery. Yeah. Literally. Mm-hmm. That they're, they're putting people in jail for things that you shouldn't be in jail for. Mm. And then you have free labor. Mm. And you have free testing. You can test all of the scientific stuff on them. You can test all of the social, you know. We found out what happens to a human if you lock him in a room with no contact because of prison. You know, we know it's by far the worst torture you can do. Worse than pulling your nails out. Worse than any physical pain that you can put a person through. Mm. Lock them in a dark room by themselves with nobody to talk to for a week. That's it. 
torture. <laughs> it is definitely. Yeah. Uh, but we learn a lot about the, the human social experiment, yeah. you know, with, with these things that you wouldn't be allowed to do to somebody who's supposed to be free, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. There are no human rights anymore. Yeah. yeah. Th- this is where I come to the point where I want to tear my clothes off and go and live in the bush. <laughs> But then I get angry because I hear what you're telling me and the bush is being invaded <laughs> by is. people like us. But we have to fight for this paradise, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. And it's a real fight. It's a real war. Definitely. You know? What? This has been my issue for, you know, since I was saying with the NGOs that it's difficult to know what to trust. What, what if you have an honest NGO? What can a normal person do? You know, like me, let's say I want to help. I, I can't volunteer necessarily. I can't go to Africa, but I, you know, I can send some money maybe mm-hmm. or clothes or how do I even find the right NGO to help? Wow, this is a real, real difficult question <laughs> to answer. <laughs> Actually, yeah, first, I, I believe that it's needed to uh, networking a lot. Network. Uh, uh, yeah, because in the, uh, each country, you have some uh, uh, structure that are taking care about the NGOs. Yeah. Um, and especially in, uh, in countries where you have war, you have a, a special office from the uh, UN. It's called OCHA, mm-hmm. that is uh, really managing all the, the, and following all the NGOs. So you can have a list of all the NGOs that are registered for each country. Mm-hmm. But after that, you have to uh, seek for their references and uh, to, to look on their results and the impacts, you know. Yeah. And it's only when you see uh, their impacts and results uh, uh, on the field that you can s- know that it's okay. a good one or not, you know. Yeah. I'm not trusting NGO on papers, you know, mm-hmm. because uh, they are really good for communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, is really uh, when you see what they have built uh, directly on the field yeah. that you can say that uh, yeah. they are good or not, you know. Yeah. And especially uh, sometimes it's a small one, you know. Uh, I, I know a lady that I work with in Guinea. She's a French lady and uh, she has opened an NGO in Togo taking care of one school Mm-hmm. But it's now 20 years uh, that the school is running. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they have a lot of results. Some of the students went yeah. in Europe uh, to, uh, for the universities yeah. and so on. So you don't need a big VV, WWF yeah. or Red Cross or whatever. Mo- most of them are not trusting them. Yeah. Um, but uh, the smallest one, like mine, uh, the Wild Chimps Foundation is really a small one. Um, but really oriented to impact. You know, my boss mm-hmm. uh, has made his career on chimpanzee research, and he wants to give back to the chimpanzee. You know, just to protect them, and nothing yeah. else counts. You know, mm-hmm. y- you worked with elephants as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? Awesome. You know, yeah. uh, even the smell when you you are in the forest, you you don't need your eyes. You know, it's really your ears and your the, your nose that, that you are using. Yeah, and um, just the the, the The pee or the the smell of the elephant, you can recognize that uh, mm-hmm. they, they were just around, you know. Yeah. And uh, when they chase you, uh, you have to run quickly. <laughs> they are faster than you. They are faster, and yeah. then you have to turn, you know, and to hide yourself uh, behind yeah. behind trees. Well, and they knock trees out of the ground, right? Well, depend the size. The tree, of, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, they, they they are really uh, really powerful, you know. Yeah. Uh, and um, but they are friendly, you know. I've been many times at two, three meters of an elephant, and we really don't care yeah. of me, you know. If uh, he feels that you uh, you are not a threat, uh, yeah. he won't he won't uh, do anything yeah. to you, you know. But once I had to, uh, with the rangers, to save the elephant because they were killed by poachers and we had to walk four kilometers in the forest by night with a torch and lamps because the poacher could uh, shot us. Yeah. 
and then the elephant gets scared and they chase us. Yeah, I don't know if you're poachers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And by night, it was just uh, scary. <laughs> you, you run, you don't know where they are. <laughs> you don't know. Do you hear the, the footsteps? Or boom, no, 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 no. Nothing. It's really light. But you hear them uh, shouting, you know. Uh, the, 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 when they shout, it's really... They shout, the elephants. Yes. Oh, it's the trumps, you know. Yeah. It's really lovely. Wow. Um, but when they, they, they run, you don't feel it. It's really yeah. light. But, but you hear like the bushes and yeah, the trees yeah, snapping branches. Yeah, and yeah, 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 a lot. But the, the worst, uh, the, the worst uh, animal that make me uh, really scared uh, in, the, in the forest is the gorilla. Yeah. The, uh, the gorilla, everything is shaking. The hair, the soul, the forest is so powerful, you know. It's really impressive. Are they dangerous? Oh, they, uh, they can be, but uh, normally, like no, if you're going through the jungle, no, no, no. But they they, they might uh, um, go toward you, and uh, they have this kind of phase that uh, they are showing their their, their strengths, you know, just mm -hmm. to scare you, and then they they, they move back, you know. Mm -hmm. It's really weird, and uh, they they go and attack you. Is yeah. when you have a poacher want to kill uh, the, the baby or rape the baby or whatever. Yeah, uh, I've heard many stories that uh, yes, gorilla can be really strong at this moment. They can even take a dog and open it yeah, by, yeah, by yeah. strength, you know. Yeah. So yes, you don't have to uh, play with them. It's happened to me once in Cameroon, you know, but it was not um, our fault. You know, was we were walking beside a, a river. And uh, the female and the baby were on the tree. It was the morning. The male is sleeping down. So he came to us uh, to say, okay, uh, we are there. Uh, don't go uh, further. Then he moved back. Uh, we came, we came, we came. The, uh, uh, the ladies came down from the trees, but they forgot the baby. So when we arrived uh, on the roots of the tree, the baby was on the tree still. Yeah. And then I, I tried to take a picture. Then the male just get, uh, get, uh, appeared uh, on my back. Yeah. And I... I just, I didn't look where I, I just crossed the spears of the pygmy, ran to, uh, toward the river, <laughs> shaking. <laughs> yeah. It was really impressive. And hopefully the baby didn't say any, any sounds, you know? Yeah. Just uh, take another branch, another tree, go down. Yeah. If he, he was screaming or whatever. Someone whoa, would die, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and whenever you're in the jungle whenever you're doing any sort of work you always have pygmies with you but depend uh, if uh, they are in the countries or yeah. in the in the, the, the place uh, where i'm yeah. walking but if they are and if they are available yes i'm trying always. To, yes i'm trying to work the best bushman yeah, ever yeah yeah And they like that? They like taking you and showing you? And depend, depend. Some are really dedicated uh, and others really don't care, you know. Uh, yeah. I, uh, the, the, the biggest mission I did with Pygmies, it was uh, more than two months uh, in the forest with them uh, in, uh, in South Cameroon. Wow. Uh, it's where I cut my hands and so on. And, uh, you spent two months in the jungle with yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. It's where we saw this uh, witch uh, as well when the, we had this Iboga ceremony. And, uh, yeah, it's Tell us that story again. <laughs> That's crazy. That's really crazy. Yes. Actually, we were following... We were four. Two pygmies, uh, an eco-guard, and I. Uh, we had to do a biomonitoring for two national parks, Bumba Bek and Ki. 
Mm-hmm. And um, so you're taking stock of what's bio- biologically available, the animals, uh, the forest, yeah, uh, the, the plants, exactly. everything, everything. Yeah, and um, we, it was already two or three days that the pygmies were saying that we are following uh, nomad groups, but they, it's only then that uh, they, 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 they see the. Uh, the, the signs it, it's really uh, elusive it's really difficult you don't to see anything no nothing yeah. you know and uh, one day they came they came back us because they are always in front you know they're like uh, uh, scouts scouts yeah. so they go out ahead yeah. and you slowly behind yeah, and exactly. they come back and tell you exactly and um, they came back they were gray no more black they were gray you know because of the fear and really yeah And uh, they were really stressed, and uh, they, they, they shout a lot with the, the ranger, uh, explaining that uh, we couldn't be there. You know, it's a really bad place, and we didn't understand why. And so yeah. they brought us to this special tree. It's called a fromager, saibar, pentandera. It's really everywhere in Africa, these trees are linked to treasure, to witch, to... Uh, Um, so you, you have the rape tree? Or what was the other one? The adulteress tree? Yeah. <laughs> And now you have this one? That's There's the witch tree. Trees. The witch tree. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then you had, uh, we found this uh, dead pygmies that was um, put you know, between two uh, roots because you have these big roots com- yeah. uh, coming from the trees. And it was hiding there, you know, already eaten a bit by the, the animals from the forest. And actually, the pygmies, they are burial their death. But because this one was really bad, um, and I understood that it was a kind of uh, witch, they wanted his soul uh, in, the, in the tree, you know, that he want, the soul cannot uh, follow the groups uh, mm. and continue to hunt them. Yeah. So they, 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 they put in, uh, him there on the tree that uh, his soul will, will be attached to, uh, to this, uh, to this yeah. tree. And we should not have seen that, you know. So we walked a lot. It was already uh, late afternoon, so we had to walk a lot, lot. Get away from there. To get away. And uh, when we arrived in a special place, uh, they have already prepared this uh, Iboga ceremony. Uh, it was For with, cleansing or what? Yeah, with the, the, um, the Jenge spirit mm-hmm. of the forest. So they, they, they took some big leaves around them and they, they start to dance. Uh, and, and to sink with the yeah. iboga and then they see uh, what they see you know yeah. to clean a bit the, the forest and to clean their soul as well wow and it was amazing <laughs> <laughs> But, so this this pygmy was killed by the other pygmies no I think he was uh, naturally died you know yeah. and uh, then uh, instead of uh, burial it uh, they, they thought he was a witch Yeah, yeah. But because of something he had done, or yeah, he yeah. should have been a, a bad man in the groups. Yeah. He, he should have done many bad things, you know. And uh, yeah. they took the opportunity. Was there? Uh, He's he, a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the tree. <laughs> But you have, uh, you know, um, many kids in Africa when the the the, the man is uh, getting to have a second wife. Or the first uh, um, wedding is uh, over, or they are di- getting divorced, and so on. The second wife, most of the time, because they want to, she wants to keep um, the um, the money of the the, the couple for uh, her kids. Yeah, are saying that the kids of the first uh, lady are witch, are whatever, and then after that, the men have to chase it, and then you find them in the street, and they are there in the street. You know, it's really a, ru- a huge trouble in, in the big city in Africa. You Because the children of the first wife are witches. Yeah. And, Just, the, and the husband abandons them. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, they even kill people. Just 
because they they are thinking that uh, yeah, they, they are a witch. Yeah, yeah. yeah it happened to me once in Central Africa. You know, I had uh, to uh, to to go in the in the, the field of the, the father of my gardener because the, the, his neighbor has killed him uh, because they thought that he was transforming an elephant and uh, uh, eating the, 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 their crops because <laughs> his field wasn't touched, you know. <laughs> But they, they, they killed him, you know. <laughs> so, since all the fields were touched except for his, yes. they thought he was transforming yeah. into an elephant yes. and going and eating yes. the neighbors. <laughs> and they killed him, you know, they decapitated. Yeah. They decapitated him. We didn't find back the head. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. Yeah. Uh, that was a weird thing. In Madagascar, we were on the island, and uh, we were there in, like, July. And um, the elections were coming up in September. And the few black guys who were friends of ours, they were like, you have to leave before the election. Yeah. Like, why? It's an election. Like, no, no. Mm. You have to leave. Mm-hmm. Because if it goes wrong, we decapitate the white people. <laughs> Why? <laughs> We don't know. We just do it. <laughs> you know, we're angry at someone. You're not great. Why not? <laughs> you know, you go first. The white man's oppression. Chop off their heads. <laughs> no, election in Africa is never good. Yeah. You know, uh, we will have in Guinea, for instance, the presidential election in October. Yeah. Uh, actually, the, the, the president is going for a third mandate. Uh, he has changed the constitution. Oh, so he was only allowed to, and yeah, he's changed it. Yeah. Oh no, and another dictator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for sure, he's going yeah. to have uh, some riots and some deaths uh, there. You know, for, yeah. sure, for sure. This is Guinea Conakry. Guinea Conakry. Yeah. 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 And actually, the, this man was uh, the, the the opposite during uh, more than 30 years to the dictator. Yeah. Uh, he has uh, Kushner as a friend. He has many friends in Europe, and but they are there. Huh? They have their yeah. mind. Uh, Yeah, they have their minds, yeah, of course. Yeah, you imagine? Yeah. I have a question. Mm-hmm. I heard this about somebody who spent some time in the Congo, mm-hmm. uh, about looking for a dinosaur yeah. in the Congo. Is yeah. this real? Yeah, it's real. It's real? Yeah, yeah. But is the dinosaur real, or do people really go look for it? The, the people looking okay. for it. Actually, it's not. Uh, it's Congo Brazzaville. It's really an interesting place. It's northeast Congo mm-hmm. Brazzaville. Um, it's called the Lac Tele is um, a really round lake in the middle of the forest. Really huge, huge, mm-hmm. huge. And um, he was looking for the Mokelembembe. And actually, Mokelembembe is um, a kind of uh, um, god for the, the pygmies. And when they describe it, it's a kind of uh, rhinoceros. Sorry. Um, a water rhinoceros. Tizi papel. Atali. Sorry, it's a rhinoceros. But it's how they describe it, you know. It's an animal that's living in the water. Uh, and uh, actually, they, they have this uh, Mokelembembe uh, spirit also in Central Africa, North Congo. So it's really around the place. And it, it, it could be... Let's pull this here to you. It could be, uh, it could be um, a kind of... Uh, Uh, a new Loch Ness, you know, a kind of uh, yeah. um, animal that have been trapped there. Yeah, and actually, when you uh, you know the, the the dynamic of the forest in Africa, twenty um, thousand years ago there were less forests there, and you had yeah. forest in uh, in the, the Sahara, you know, for yeah, instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, 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 
for instance, in the middle of the Chad, uh, in the north uh, of the Chad, nearby the Libyan border, so in the middle of the Sahara, you have a place called Enedi, it's marvelous, and there you have some caves in the desert where you still have some crocodiles. I heard about this, that's right. So, in the middle of the desert. Exactly, and in the middle of the forest of the Congo, in the Odzala National Park, yeah. they, they had uh, some savannas inside, and uh, Less than 10 years ago, you still have some lions there. Yeah. In the middle of the forest. So um, I, I really believe that you can, we can have a rhinoceros trapped in the middle of yeah. the forest and the pygmies were in contact with him. Yeah. And then uh, the, the rhino went to uh, those lakes because there are many lakes there and they, they, called, uh, they called it Mokelembembe. Yeah. And this man was, uh, yes, looking after him, but he never saw <laughs> He never saw him. No. Uh, <laughs> but the pygmies will talk about it. Yes, they are still, but it's, it's kind of uh, a god for them. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. But I believe that uh, if he was existing, he's not existing anymore. You know? yeah. 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 But usually those mystical creatures come from something that, you know, that did inspire the legend. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It did come from some. But I had heard that, and, and and apparently it's a popular thing for some people. You know, I'm going into the Congolese yeah, jungle. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And actually, on the other side of Congo, uh, you have also a lot of mystical stuff there. Yeah. And uh, on the um, South Kindu, so it's almost at the end of the Congo River, close nearby to the springs, um, you have uh, the Hell Gate. Mm. Uh, it's a place that even if, if you go to the to internet, there is there are no pictures. Hell's Gate. Yeah, and nobody can go there because it's full of rebellions, uh, uh, a triangle of death. Because you have uh, cannibals there, and uh, nobody's going there. Really? Yeah. Still, but uh, the, the the leader of those cannibals, Gédéon, have been killed uh, months ago. So okay. Maybe it's going to be better, but um, nobody's going there. So um, it's really something that uh, when you read from the Belgium, uh, all the colonial uh, yeah. uh, period, there, there were already, you know, some mystical history around that place, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. and still and still today. Yeah. When you are talk, uh, when I'm talking with my friend uh, from Congo, because I'm really curious about that yeah. uh, that uh, that story, <laughs> they don't want to speak about, you know, about the that place, you know, yeah, because they don't know, yeah, and they are scared about. Yeah, 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 it's superstitious, yeah. this That's one of the things about Africa is you get there and you do get the sense mm-hmm. that it's old. Mm-hmm. And the people, they're way more energetically in tune, mm-hmm. let's say, that yeah, way. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's easy for us to get there with our city mentality, like, oh, a witch doctor and uh, spirits yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and people in the trees. and But... Empirically speaking, I think there's way more to what they're saying than what we're saying. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, just for instance, in the national park I'm, I'm helping to create uh, in Guinea, we have made a lot of historical analysis of the population, um, socioeconomic analysis and so on. And we have uh, mapped a, a lot of um, uh, sacred forests. Mm-hmm. And um, I went uh, of, uh, inside some of them and really, I felt the energy inside, you know. Yeah. And when you are talking with the people, there, they say, "No, yes, we had to fight with the devil to install mm-hmm. the village, so we locked the devil there." Yeah. And once, you know, because I know the trees, and as we we discussed before, uh, when you understand the, the the nature around you, you you understand where you are going. Yeah. And I remember that place because um, it was a, a spring, 
really locating in the roots of uh, a tree mm-hmm. that is the far the worst poison you can find in Africa. And all the forest around, it was just for that reason. So they, they really know that this is yeah. a devil place, you know. Yeah. And they cannot touch the water. They have to, t- to take it from, uh, on a bucket and then they go outside. You cannot go with your shoes. And really, when I went in, inside that place, I felt an energy. You know? Where is this? In Guinea. In Guinea. Yeah. But even from my father, you know, uh, many times uh, in his uh, office, in, uh, in his house in France, uh, he has brought back some uh, artifact from Africa. Yeah. And some of them, you know, sometimes makes me yeah. uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like with chalk. Yeah. It's the same. You know yeah. that there is something, but you cannot say what type of things in. Yeah. And once, really, I had to leave uh, the house, you know? I had to leave the house. I really felt that. Yes, there, 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 there was some someone there, you know, <laughs> looking after me yeah. from Africa. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially when you've been to Africa and you've seen some of these faces, then you start to get a different, you yeah. know, you yeah. start to see shit. Yeah, yeah. You start to think, oh, well, there's, you know, yeah, yeah. There's more to it than yeah. just saying, ah, no, no, there, there are more stupid monkey people. No, <laughs> as you said, they are more yeah. tuned with yeah. uh, all this energy. Yeah, and. Um, as they said, you know, when you go into the forest, if you are okay with yourself, your, your, your conscience, your family, you won't have any problem there. Yeah. If you go in the forest with troubles, you yeah. will get a lot of trouble. And I have seen that with my brother. You yeah. know? Once he came to visit me in Central Africa, he was all the time when we came into the forest chased by the elephant. And the pygmies told me that you yeah. know he has a trouble, and, and it was a, it was the case. He has a trouble yeah. with his yeah, with his yeah, wife, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was with a bad energy inside, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the animal felt that. Yeah, but I think you know I um, I see it with people where they start to do things and their mind goes a certain way, and then it just gets worse and worse. Like yeah. you're walking and you stub your toe, yeah. you hit your toe on yeah. the corner of the wall, yeah. like ah. Yeah. And then you go, and then you get angry, and then boom, you hit, you hit the table, and your hands hurting, and then you're going, why? Exactly. And then you go to the car, and the car doesn't start. Exactly. And it's like, exactly. but it's the mental energy yeah. space that yeah. you're in. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I know, totally agree. That, that, that creates this. Yeah, I totally agree, and, and I like to uh, to go yeah. to uh, Apache Pony because yeah. the, this relation with the horse is really yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I've yeah. seen that last time with Zion. I yeah. came to Zion, you know, I was not feeling good myself, yeah. you know, a lot of stress. Yeah. And he was the worst uh, partner yeah. at this time. <laughs> we couldn't do anything together. Yeah. It doesn't work. No. Because I wasn't good in myself, you know. Yeah. Horses is awesome for that because it's just like surfing in that aspect. It's interesting. It's about flow. Mm. The horse is in flow, the wave is in flow. Mm. And your difficulty getting into flow is that you're not in that moment. Yeah, yeah. You're in your head. You know, you're up here. You're letting every all of those things, your mind is spinning, it's mm-hmm. going thousand revolutions, you mm-hmm. know, and you're not allowing yourself to, to, to relax yeah. and to feel rather than think. Exactly. To feel the movement and to be a part of it. Exactly. Then to manipulate it and use your strength and force it into what you want. Which is, which is what I feel is probably what they're talking about in the jungle yeah. where you're going there yeah. and like, I'm going in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. Machete in the hand and whack it. And then, you know, the first brunch hits you in the face. You know? <laughs> and then you yeah. get wasp yeah. or and snakes then, or whatever. And then people, you know, 
people with Buddhism, especially people don't know much about Buddhism, will say, "Ah, oh, it's karma." Mm. Like I don't. That's not karma to me. Karma doesn't mean that. that it means your head. Exactly. It's your energy. Yeah. Is the way that you're putting out the energy, the, the energy that you're controlling. Exactly. Is interacting with the energy around you. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And it can change. You know. A second, you change your mind, exactly. you change your energy. Exactly. And the way to change, we come back to that, is breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so silly. It's yeah. so simple. It's so simple, yeah. Why do they not teach us these things? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> really, it's a good question. We should have a yeah. one hour or two hour a week at school yeah. to, to know how to breathe. Yeah. But yeah. actually, in Brazil, they are doing that at school. They have yoga teachers. Brigadama. Yeah, they have yoga teachers, you know, um, mm-hmm. in Brazil, but maybe not everywhere in every school. Mm-hmm. I don't know. In Brazil, I, I doubt it. I think yoga teacher sounds like something for the more private schools of Brazilians. I think so. Yeah, I've heard that once in yeah. Aracaju. Yeah, that, that was a, you know I was talking to a Brazilian friend um, now during Corona, and and everybody was criticizing. Oh, Brazil's not doing anything. They're not locking up. They're not. And and I've been to Brazil a lot. I know I'm, I'm you know I, I know a little bit of it. It's a huge place, but I know it well enough. Mm-hmm. To where it's just like Africa. It's like, oh, Corona. Oh, that's nice. You know what else is new? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have many many yeah. other stuff there. You know? Yeah, and 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 she said the best phrase ever. She said. Um, what is a fart mm-hmm. to somebody who's already shit themselves? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought it was because I thought, it, and just like India now, like oh, yeah. there's millions of cases. I mean, if you have a billion people living in below poverty line, Mm-mm-mm. what exactly? You know, yeah. in Brazil, in Africa, it, they wake up in the morning and they need to find food. Exactly, they need to find water. And then they need to come home again. Exactly. You know? So you are and going to ask them to stay at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that starving is definitely going to kill you. Yeah. Corona, probably not. Yeah, you know, exactly. Malaria, probably going to kill you. HIV, probably going to kill you. Ebola, probably going to kill you. You know, the list goes on and yeah. on and on. Yeah. And the car accident yeah. and whatever is yeah. killing more people than COVID actually yeah. today, you know? Exactly. Yeah. But, but the outrage of, of us modern, modern civilized world looking at Africa going how dare Corona is going to kill your grandmother and going I don't have one <laughs> she's been dead for 50 years exactly <laughs> exactly I need to survive <laughs> just that's eat true. food <laughs> that's true it's, it's only the rich people that are yeah. able to stay at home yeah and I know some people uh, especially in Aracaju you know yeah. and uh, she's now six months at home you know yeah. because she's from a rich family mm-hmm. so uh, she can walk at home and so on and so forth mm-hmm. but most of the people are not like that yeah. Yeah. and and uh, you know, for like our boatman, he has a little bit of money. He's not, he could stay home for a couple of months if he mm. wanted to, mm-hmm. but he's still very poor. Mm. But uh, Corona is no more serious than the other million things trying to kill him that day. Oh, yeah. It's just one more. Exactly. And in, the, in comparison to the others, it's not that bad. It really isn't, you know? Mm-hmm. He has way worse things to worry mm-hmm. about. When we were talking to him about Corona, he's like, there's no Corona here, you know? Mm-hmm. What? You don't even have tests in Europe. Usually, everybody's getting tested here. Yeah, somebody died last week. Somebody dies every week. Exactly. <laughs> nothing's new. <laughs> Africa is Africa. Come on over. <laughs> I totally agree with you. you know? But we make things a bit worse than uh, it, it should be. Yeah. yeah. 
definitely. Maybe there is something um, be behind, but uh, yeah, we don't know. Arno, yes, it's been a lot of fun. Yes, shall we close up for today? Perfect. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much for having you on here. It's it's been really interesting, and I'm <laughs> going to want to have you back again uh, whenever you want. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you very all. much. Cheers. Welcome. Cheers. <laughs>